Welcome to The How of Business with your host, Henry Lopez, the podcast that helps you start, run, and grow your small business. And now, here is your host. Welcome to this episode of The How of Business. This is Henry Lopez. And on this episode, I'm going to focus on cash flow management. How do you calculate how much cash you will have and need at a future point in time? And why is this important to help you operate a profitable small business? I also have a free download for you, the cash flow worksheet to help you calculate your cash flow and the top 10 cash flow tips list. To receive more information about the Howa business, including the show notes page for this episode and how you can continue supporting my show and receive exclusive content and discounts through a Patreon membership, please visit thehowabusiness.com. And thanks to all of you for listening to my podcast. Because of your continued support, my show now reaches over 100,000 listeners every month. I specifically want to thank Navneet, Kevin, and Taryn, who recently joined my Patreon membership program. Thank you. So what is cash flow? The business accounting term cash flow refers to the net amount of cash and cash equivalents being transferred in and out of a business. Actual cash that is received by the business that I'll refer to here as cash in, represents the inflows of money, the actual inflows of money into your bank accounts. While the actual money spent, which I'll refer to as cash out, represents the outflows, the money coming out of your bank accounts. A company's ability to create value and sustain profitability is fundamentally determined by its ability to generate positive cash flows. The goal of business is to maximize what's referred to as long-term free cash flow. It's what results in a successful and profitable small business. So how do you determine cash flow? Well, your cash statement is a financial statement. You may not be as familiar with it, but most, most accounting systems provide what's called the cash statement that reports on your business's sources and usage of cash over some period of time. The problem is they can be challenging to interpret or set up or to, to, to have them be accurate. And so that's often why most people don't use them. It's important to understand, though, that the P&L does not reflect how much cash you actually have in the bank, at least not typically. And that's in part because income or sales or revenues, whatever you call how you generate income or what you call that, those are not the same thing necessarily as cash. Income, again, is an accounting term that includes money received from the sale of your product or services, but it does not necessarily correspond with how much money you have in the bank. So why does the P&L, or profit and loss statement, why does it not reflect how much cash you actually have in the bank? Well, here are a few reasons why that might be. One might be that you're running on an accrual or a cash basis, and depending on that, you may be quite disconnected from what that represents versus what you actually have in the bank. Another one might be is if you have inventory purchases, well, those are not going to be directly reflected on the P&L until they become cost of goods sold. Accounts receivable balances are another reason. Maybe you might have recognized that revenue, but you haven't received it yet. You may have recognized the sale, let's say, but haven't received all of the cash into your bank account. That might be another reason. And if you have loans, for example, the P&L does not capture your principal payments on those loans 
it only reflects the interest payment. So that might be another reason why there's actually less money in your bank account than what the P&L reflects. So why does it matter? Why does cash flow matter? Well, the longer your cash flow cycle, how, which is how long it takes your business to collect payment for the goods and services that you sell, or the faster your business growth rate, or both, the more critical it is for you to monitor and plan your cash flow. Remember, the number one killer of any business is running out of cash. That's important, of course, in your startup phase, but it's an ongoing concern, an ongoing focus as a business owner is making sure that we don't run out of cash. So you must be able to anticipate and plan for the cash needs of your business and not get caught without enough cash to cover your expenses or perhaps a big investment. And if you will not, if you're not going to have enough cash, let's say three months from now, when you're making a large inventory purchase for the season, then forecasting the cash flow requirements that you'll need then allows you time to plan for alternative sources of cash. Where is that money going to come from? Maybe it's a credit line that you're going to establish or you already have and you're going to tap into or credit cards that you might use temporarily, or perhaps you might be able to renegotiate your terms with the vendor. The point is that this planning is something that allows you time to react so you don't get caught without enough cash to pay your bills. This planning is also critical in helping you determine the impact of an investment, as I said, or maybe an equipment or additional staffing that you might make, and you need to forecast what the impact is going to be on your cash flow. So who needs to worry about cash flow? Well, certainly if you've got certain components in your business model, it's more critical than others. If you if you deliver services or products and get paid later or over time, if you make large inventory purchases, those are two things that usually have a significant impact on monitoring cash flow, but it could just be a situation in your business. So let's just go through a list of certain things and see if any of these resonates with you. And if so, then monitoring and being able to forecast cash flow is really in particular of importance to your business. So as I said, if you have receivables, if all or some of your income is not paid up front at the time that you deliver your work or your product, then you will certainly need to carefully manage collections and its impact on your cash flow. If you make large periodic inventory purchases, as I alluded to, then that's critical. You're going to have these big investment chunks and in inventory that you're then not going to get money for until as you sell that inventory over a period of time. But you gotta you gotta pay the vendor for that that product or services up front. And so that's a hit on cash flow that we have to plan for. If your business is seasonal and perhaps you generate most of your revenues in certain months of the year, and in others, you need to live off of that big bump in cash flow, then of course, managing it is critical. And if you're planning, as I said, for a significant investment, maybe in equipment or building or other investments for which you are planning to pay for with the cash in the business. And lastly, this one applies to all of us. If you think, for example, most recently with the pandemic, but if you are experiencing an unexpected downturn in your business, sales are down or something else has happened. And since, since, again, this can apply to all of us, it's critical, this business financial skill, 
to learn how to calculate and forecast your cash flow. And it's not complicated. It's a very simple formula. So let me give you that formula. Very basic. It's called the cash flow formula. And it's really just this. You take your starting cash balance plus what cash you anticipate or project you're going to receive in. And typically you do this for a month's period of time minus the cash that you expect is going to flow out of your bank account, and that gives you your ending cash balance. The tricky part here, though, is you can't just necessarily take the starting cash balance that's in that equates to what's in your bank right now. You need to calculate that as well, because that bank balance might be money that's already committed. That might be money that's going out tomorrow, let's say, as bills get paid that you've already sent or checks that you've already written. So you have to calculate what that starting cash balance is. So starting cash balance plus our cash in. Cash in can include or does include all your cash deposits or credits to your bank accounts. This might include, of course, payments from your customers, clients, patients, new capital. Maybe you're putting in more money you as the owner or your partners or investors, or you've taken out a loan of some sort. So that's going to be cash in for that period of time. Now, remember again, that not all of your cash in is going to show up on your P&L as with some of these items. And also the net income on your P&L statement is not necessarily and often not what's in your bank account. So remember not to refer to the P&L for these numbers necessarily. Now, it'll help to refer to the P&L for your cash out. The things you're anticipating are going to take cash out of your bank account. This is Henry Lopez with a brief pause to this episode to let you know that one of our sponsors and one of my favorite podcast shows, Stroke of Genius, is back for another great season. If you've ever had a great idea or brainstormed a way to make something better, Stroke of Genius is the podcast for you. Brought to you by IPO Education Foundation, Stroke of Genius identifies misconceptions about intellectual property to show the importance of IP to business and the economy. In season five, host and entrepreneur Raha Francis tackles questions about how patents incentivize investment in R&D, the right of musicians to sample music, the role of IP in promoting technology, sustainability, and more. Hear entrepreneurs, artists, scientists, inventors, lawyers, and other industry leaders get to the heart of what intellectual property protection means to them and why it matters. Get more information on Stroke of Genius at ipoef.org. And don't forget to subscribe and rate Stroke of Genius on Apple Podcasts or your podcast platform of choice. So, so far in the formula, we've got starting cash balance plus everything that's going to come in for that period of time, let's say for the month. And then cash out everything I anticipate I'm going to pay out. And that includes expenses. Again, though, expense, that term, it's another accounting term, and it may not necessarily mean what you might expect. Not all cash out items are actually an expense in the accounting sense of the term. In other words, not all cash out items will appear on the P&L, and some expenses like depreciation don't actually impact your cash balance. 
That's again why the P&L can be very misleading as it relates to your actual cash position and what's going to happen to that cash. And also remember the example I gave you about things like principal payments on a loan, which are not on the P&L. So cash out can include money paid to buy raw materials or inventory, principal payments on loans, asset purchases, and of course, all of your variable and fixed expenses that your business has on a monthly basis that are outflows or cash out. And again, you could get those certainly from the P&L because those are things you always have on a monthly basis, like say your rent or your labor calculation or utilities. So those are part of what we calculate when we calculate cash out. Very simply, starting cash balance plus your cash in projected minus your cash out equals your ending cash balance at a period of time. So it's important as you're calculating cash flow that you use either a combination or your cash flow statement tool or financial report from your current financial system. Or again, be sure to download my cash flow worksheet. It's a simple worksheet, and you can find that on the show notes page for this episode at thehowwithbusiness.com. You should also consult with your accountant to get more guidance and assistance with projecting cash flow, particularly if you're experiencing consistent issues with cash flow. So get some help if you've got you're talking about a complex, more complex calculation or an upcoming investment that you need to plan for, or if you're consistently struggling with cash flow. Back on episode 406, which was entitled Profit and Loss and Cash for small business, I also addressed a little bit about cash flow management, but I focused on the PL statement. What is it? How to use it? So if that's something you want to learn more about, I encourage you to go and listen to episode 406. If you're at a startup phase, if you're planning to start up your business and you're trying to project how much cash you need, how much working capital you need, then I encourage you to go and listen to episode 395, which is about financial projections for small business startups. So I mentioned the download, a free download for you. Go to the show notes page for this episode at thehowabusiness.com, and you're going to find a simple but functional cash flow worksheet that'll let you calculate your cash flow projections for any number of months. Now, ideally, what you want to do is look out ahead as far ahead as possible, but not so far ahead that the accuracy of that projection is not going to be very high. I, what I would typically recommend is if you're having a cash flow crunch or you anticipate you're going to need cash for a particular expenditure, then you try to do that two to three months ahead and calculate a rolling three month forecast for your cash flow. That's what most small business owners do is a rolling three month to kind of project how much cash you're going to need and whether you're going to have a cash crunch, something you need to do about something about or plan for. So that's what this worksheet will help you do. Very simple, very straightforward. Remember, the formula here is not complicated. It's really a matter of understanding how do we calculate cash and that it's different from what shows up on our P&L. And we can't just rely on looking at our bank account because that's that's not accurate as well. We need to be able to project what else is coming in what else is going out over a period of time, and then plug in our anticipated larger expenditures like an inventory purchase or a capital asset or equipment purchase to see what impact that's going to have on my cash flow, let's say next month or 
two months from now. That's where something like this, this planning tool really comes into play. So in that download is what I call the top 10 cash flow tips. I'm not going to go through all of them in detail here. I'm just going to go through the top 10 and give you one or two takeaways. And then there are even more points on each of these top 10 items in the free download. So let's go through it. The top 10 cash flow tips. Number one, and by the way, these are not in any particular order, depending on your business situation. One or two of these might be most important for you. So not in any particular order. Number one is payment terms. So for example, communicating them clearly during the sales process can really potentially help with collections, which has a positive impact, obviously, or can have a negative impact on your cash flow. Perhaps compensating your sales team based on actual collections. Another component where everybody then is incentivized to get that cash in the door. Number two, improve production efficiency. So look for ways to improve the speed of manufacturing and or delivery of your product or service so that you can get paid, so you can start billing. Number three, improve invoicing process. So notice how some of these are earlier in the process. And sometimes we don't think about how making a change to the early steps in the overall process can have an impact then later on cash flow. So improve invoice processing, perhaps maybe if you looked at improving the accuracy and completeness of your invoices, if you have a challenge there, by doing that, you don't spend as much time going back and forth with your customers, which should result in getting paid faster, which of course then means more cash in and better cash flow management. Number four, improve your collections. Pretty obvious there, but as the owner of a business, if you've got receivables, then you must actively and regularly manage your receivables. You must be responsible for this as the business owner. You must know what your day's sales outstanding are and any collections past, let's say 60 days, depending on your terms, should be something you have visibility to and are on, on top of, if again, if you have receivables in your business. And again, I have more suggested uh, things to consider on all of these top 10 in the free download. Number five, manage your fixed expenses. So can you and should you, and you should carefully manage your fixed expenses through budgeting, and monitoring. Number six, understand your variable expenses or cost of goods sold. Perhaps there's an opportunity to negotiate more favorable terms with your vendors that again frees up potentially or gives you better cash flow management. Number seven, plan, and that's what you would use the cash flow worksheet for. Plan your larger capital and inventory spend. And related to that, we want to maintain as a minimal amount of an investment in inventory as possible for our business. Number eight, maintain your working capital. So that's an obvious one, but plan, use a tool like the workflow uh, calculation spreadsheet that I have available for you as a free download. Plan and manage this, plan for seasonality or other cycles in your business. Number nine, establish a line of credit or some other way that you're going to tap into something else that you're going to tap into, maybe low interest credit cards, if you do anticipate that you'll have a cash crunch. And number 10 is get help. Get help from an accountant, your CPA, 
get help on doing this if this is more complex than you can calculate yourself or if you just need input and guidance. So those are my top 10 cash flow tips. Again, the free download goes into more details on each of those. So I encourage you to download those and just go to the show notes page at the How of Business to find that. So let me wrap it up. Key takeaways for you here on this topic of cash flow management. Remember that income or sales or revenue, that's not the same thing necessarily as cash and your P&L, your profit and loss statement does not provide a complete picture of your cash position. Not now when you run the report, nor of course, does it help you forecast what you might need. You can't use your P&L to determine your cash position or to plan for your cash flow needs in the future. You can only do this with cash flow projections. Running out of cash is the reason most businesses fail. So we have to try to avoid that, obviously. Use cash flow planning and forecast to anticipate and plan for those large hits on your cash, expenses that are coming up, investments that you're planning to make. So again, I encourage you to download the free cash flow worksheet and the top 10 cash flow tips. I wish you the best as you start and grow your successful and profitable small business. This is Henry Lopez, and thanks for joining me for this episode of The How of Business. I release new episodes every Monday morning, and you can find the show anywhere you listen to podcasts or at my website, thehowofbusiness.com. Thanks for listening. Thank you for listening to The How of Business. For more information about our coaching programs, online courses, show notes pages, links, and other resources, please visit thehowofbusiness.com.